Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coach's Cup podcast. I am Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender. I am a coach with the NoBS Weight Loss Program. <laughs> and my puppy is right beside me getting a drink oh. of water in case you can't hear her. <laughs> and this morning, we are talking the second half of our discussion on control. Mm-hmm. And this one is really on controlling our outcomes. Mm-hmm. Last week, we talked about how people want to control their circumstances. Mm-hmm. We want to control, you know, my husband's too messy. My boss is mean to me, doesn't like me. If I just had a different job, if I just had a different boss, if, you know, my husband would just listen to me and be neater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what we decided was that you had all circumstances are neutral. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. It's going to take a while to get there for some, but yeah. when the truth is they are all neutral. Yeah. Uh, my parents divorced when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I am genetically predisposed to being overweight. Mm-hmm. All of those things are neutral. And we know that because different people think differently about those circumstances. Yeah. For some people, they're problems. For other people, they're opportunities. Mm-hmm. So circumstances are neutral, but the place where we really do have control and where we can wield our power for control in the world is where? Our thinking and the outcome. Yeah. So we can create the results, Mm -hmm. right? Exactly. That's where we have control. And that's, you know, that's not as popular with people. Well, you know, even as we think about like, right, let's just go there with weight loss. You know, it is, it is the journey of our lives to figure out, to control our result, that our actions come from our feelings, come from our thinking about every decision we make, every circumstance we're presented with throughout the day, Yeah, every urge, every emotional bite every time we eat when we're not hungry in those moments. And when we own those moments, we truly, when we control ourselves throughout the day, yeah, manage our mind, manage our thinking, we have control of the outcome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's a lot easier, I think, for people to just live in wish land. Yeah. Uh, Even as I sit here myself, I'm getting a little fired up inside. (laughs) Preach. Yeah. Because we want to, we want to control our circumstance. We think that's where the power is. We think life would be easier, but like you said, the real, the real experience of life is the journey Mm -hmm. and we totally have control of our journey. Mm -hmm. What this is, what ultimately to this gets to, I mean, how many times I've already used the word ultimately it is, is, it is getting into conscious living. If we are going to control the outcomes that involves having awareness of the, of the result you seek to desire, yes, I have to get off autopilot and get into intentional conscious thinking in every moment. 
Yeah. And let's talk about outcomes based thinking, because I really, when we think about the the result, I want to get to something that we had already talked about, but tell us what is outcome based thinking? It means we're always aware of the outcome in every act we do in the situation of life. We have, we have awareness. So the first thing we have to think about is that our circumstances don't control where we end up. We try to give that power to our circumstances. You know, a different job would make me happy. A different boss would make me happy. Mm-hmm. A different spouse would make me happy. Mm-hmm. A different weight would make me happy. Mm-hmm. But none of those things are the case, right? 100%. The thing is, we can decide today by picturing our result exactly that we're going to be happy and and become that person. Yes. Right. And you create your hello, best life, (laughs) your best self. You create your results with purpose, focus, intention, controlling your thinking and owning the moments. Yeah. So with outcome-based thinking, one of the examples, the first thing you have to know is that you have to decide on a result. You don't just let your life happen. You don't just go from circumstance to circumstance. You have to have a conscious idea of what your result is going to be. Right. So the actions will be driven by the outcome we desire. Mm -hmm. And we think about that in the model. We don't always take apart the model and talk about it. But if you think about the model, the circumstance, the thought, the feeling, the action, and then the result, Mm -hmm. this would be a situation where you start building on the result. You start with the result. Right, right. 50 pounds, right. Or I weigh X. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or I, you know, whatever it is, we have the power to create whatever result we want. Mm-hmm. And when, when you really let that sink in, I know, right. I'm even sitting here, like I said, in the moment, I'm like, you get a little fired up. Yeah. What do you want to create for yourself? Put it in your R line, put it in your result line. And then talk about that visualization where the, you were reading an article and they were talking about how we visualize our death. Right. Which seems a little morbid, <laughs> but I promise it's, it's worth listening to. So in this article, I'll quote the author here in a moment. He, he starts with the example of visualizing your death, right? And he calls it the ultimate end. And how do we want people to talk about us at our funeral, right? So that's the outcome. Yeah. So that beginning with the end in mind. And if we keep that in focus and how we lead our daily lives, and how we treat our loved ones and our colleagues and acquaintances, that that when you consider that you are considering the outcome you are creating, if you're thinking of at your, at your funeral. Yeah. I mean, talk about the ultimate R line, the ultimate result. (laughs) I, I love that because I mean, that is what matters. We have had several funerals in this season of our lives. You're one of three friends I've had who have no four friends I've had who've recently lost parents. Mm -hmm. And so I have been to several funerals lately Mm -hmm. and just thinking about that makes it very real to me, you know, what people were saying Mm. about this person and you have control of that. What do you want people to say? 
What do you want your legacy to be? Right. That, that is really a very, you know, and it has a timeline. We think it's going to be in 40 years. We hope. Yeah. But what if, what if it's next week? <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking this in a different direction, but my mind is thinking, well, we don't it's know. Very, it's a very timeline based process, but yeah, we don't, we don't know. Those are circumstances we can't control. Correct. So I, we were talking about visualizing our death, how that's a theoretical concept. Mm-hmm. We can't visualize the specifics, but we can visualize the result we want. What do I want my life to look like? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, like, who do I want? Who do I want to be in this one life? Yeah. How do I want to impact? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we get to, we get to create all those things for ourselves. I mean, like you said, it's exciting. It's, it's powerful. powerful. Mm-hmm. Believing in yourself <laughs> from your thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are some things, you know, that, that you want to create for yourself? Because if you don't have result planned, if you don't have a result in mind, yeah. Yeah. then what happens? Well, then you are, you are kind of living at the effect of life. Just willy nilly out there. Right. You're just, <laughs> you're just willy nilly. I was going to say that. Like, you're just kind of, you're just kind of, <laughs> I was going to, anyway, <laughs> you're going to um, be free form. Yeah. Right. You're just going to be, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. If you're learn if you are living your best life. Mm-hmm. You're having amazing relationships with people. You're showing up as your best self. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, if you're, if your goal, I would, I would say you still have to have a goal. Yeah. You got to have a direction. Yeah. And that's, because, yeah, that's the important thing about the outcome. The goal Yeah, is it, it's, it's the direction to go in because we're it, not going to be perfectly showing up for every relationship and then hit every opportunity to right. get there. We're not going to, we're, we're going to eat Oreo cookies on our way to losing 50 pounds, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's the continuation of the process to keep getting to the goal. You don't stop. Yeah. yeah the result comes at the end mm-hmm. and in between is all of the learning, all of the uh, experiences and opportunities, you know, oh we, we talked last week about something being a problem versus being an opportunity. Mm-hmm. How many times if, if we can, if we can turn that around, then what can we create for ourselves? Maybe, maybe I have weight to lose because I have the opportunity to do something amazing. Maybe I have, maybe my parents got divorced so that I have the opportunity. I don't want to create a causal relationship. I'm not saying that there's any kind of predestination (laughs) necessarily, but we have the choice of how we take that. I mentioned Malcolm Gladwell last week and how people, children who've lost their parents at an early age, there's both a higher rate of them spending time in uh, being incarcerated and there's a higher rate of those children who go on to do great things, become president, become a CEO, become an inventor. And it depends on how they approach that, what it can either be a stumbling block or it can be a step, a step up. Mm -hmm. 
And so we have to have a goal. We have to have a, a goal in mind. But when we do that, that's going to tailor our actions. Oh, I like that word tailor. Yeah. So let's talk about um, one of the things that you were reading about that I thought was interesting was the Cobra effect when we're thinking about outcomes and what happens, what can happen, I would say, when you don't have a result in mind. Well, or a good intended result. A good intended result. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. The Cobra effect is when you have... It's, it's named after in India, apparently they had a cobra explosion and the government wanted to reduce the cobra population. So they created an action that they would pay cash reward for cobras. And the effect was the people actually started breeding cobras to collect <laughs> money, right? Yeah. So this led us down, you know, we were trying to think of areas that the cobra effect has played in to into like weight loss or into, you know, culturally things happening current day. And Sonia mentioned fat-free foods. Yes. The creation of like snack wells. Is that what they were the called? The good old 1980s. Or yeah. Olean, was that what it called? Or Olestra? Something like that. Yeah. I remember that. Fake fat. Hey. Was it mm-hmm. fake fat? Yeah. Fake fat. Just even those words coming off my lips just sound like I know. Wrong. Well, margarine, how Ugh. many studies do we have now that shows that margarine is one molecule away from being plastic? Uh-huh. And and does all kinds of damage to your heart. Mm. So we we created this monster almost mm-hmm. instead of eating real food and being having some temperance with our real food. We decided to create fat-free fake foods. But it was opportunities for manufacturers to see on the mindset that being overweight was wrong and bad. Yeah. It fed into that culture. It was a problem. we all bought into it. Yeah. Well, you know, it was the exception that didn't. Let's go there because there are some people (laughs) who were ahead of the curve who had awareness back in the eighties. I was not one of them. Well, most people weren't, you know, marketing shows that, that the fat-free craze was, I remember, I remember thinking, Ooh, I can eat cookies again. I can. And, and I was never a big junk food eater, but, Oh, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. Justified. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it has less fat. Yeah. Better for me. So the Cobra effect happens when you mentioned that we don't have well-intentioned results, mm-hmm. talk about how that works practically in our lives. Hmm. So like with my phone, with my son and the phone, and I didn't get like the intention of getting the phone was to create connection with my son, to have connection, the opportunity for connection. And really because of my thinking around it, it created the unintended effect was disconnection disconnection yeah we talked about this a little bit last week if you haven't heard last week's episode we were talking about how judith was deciding to get a phone for her 12 year old son yeah the controls and you you put all of the controls on the phone and the guy at the phone store what did he tell you well i found that the more controls the parents put on it the more the sneakier the kids get they're going to find a workaround (laughs) basically is what he said yeah he knew yeah. And so 
what you wanted to create your, the result you wanted was connection. The result you ended up creating was disconnection. Mm -hmm. Why? What was, what was the thought driving that? Because it all comes back, you know, what I say, you have to start with a result, but the result has to drive our thinking. Well, I was very fear-based thinking that he's young to be exposed to this. I saw this text and again, we got into that. He was a child. Like there Mm -hmm. was a natural timeline that my thinking was, I don't like any of this stuff. This phone is not helpful. So if if your thought, if your thought is, I I don't like any of this stuff, I'm afraid, Mm -hmm. then probably the phone is not where you need to go to create connection. Right. Right. And, it, and clearly I didn't have the gift of thought work. It did ensue a lot of, I used the word with you when we were, when we were pre-gaming hell. It just was, yeah. it was, it was a very hellish time for both me and my, my son. Yeah. And so, you know, you have to make sure that the result you want, mm-hmm. you have to plan that result. Oh my goodness. Yes. Gosh, I hope some young parent is hearing this. <laughs> Consider the outcome when you get a phone for your kid. And, but you know, the truth is it's impossible to consider every scenario, but the ultimate outcome is staying connected with your kid. Yeah. Yeah. And if the ultimate outcome is staying connected with your kid, then as you follow that backwards, it's not going to depend completely on a phone, right? Correct. How else are you going to create connection with your child? Discussion, life, you know, you're going to be connected, but it, it, yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you put too much pressure on one part on one action item Mm -hmm. um then that's when yeah yeah too much focus then that's when that's when you start to have trouble I probably even had thoughts of this phone is taking him away from me now that I think you know there's yeah it's been a few years y'all yeah yeah 23 (laughs) now been a few years and we're not saying in case anybody is hearing this, we're not saying you shouldn't have control over your children. When you're raising your children, of course, you want to set things in place. But what we're trying to show is that if the result you want with your child is connection, you can't put all of that on something like a phone. A phone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That in this circumstance, that is not going to be the thing that creates connection. There it's was a, a lot going advice. on at that time, a lot going on, a lot, a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we all do that, right? The internet, right. In general, like, mm-hmm. let me just go there. It wasn't a phone. Well, I feel like I have, I'm feeling defensive. <laughs> I am not. No, do not, do not feel defensive. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's raised children knows exactly what you're talking about. But we often think that one thing is going to solve it. We thought fat-free food, we mm-hmm. thought snack wells was going to solve our dessert problem. We thought Olene or Olestra or whatever. <sighs> we thought Fin Fin was going to solve our weight problems. Oh. Whenever you put everything on one action item, then you're really missing the journey. You know, God is so true. Like I even have trouble like just thinking about that. My thought shift, my thinking shift is so completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for people out there who are struggling with control, understand that in the model, you have a result up above that you have action. 
It never just takes one action to get to that result. The action is the journey of your life. Oh my gosh. You blow the action line up. Yeah. I mean, you, for, if you need to lose 50 pounds, you may have 150 actions (laughs) that you have to take, Mm -hmm. but the magic is what is the feeling driving those actions? Mm -hmm. And what is your thought driving those feelings? If your feeling is fear, if your feeling is doubt, if your feeling is shame, then your action is going to match that feeling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to get you to the result you want. Right. So it's, it's setting the intention, setting the direction, setting the course, knowing you're, you're banking on some positive energy, some love, some commitment, some determination. And it's, it's the knowing and learning that you can have the self-doubt that you can have some fear along the way and you yes. figure out your process and you keep going towards the goal. Yeah. You're not going to judge your actions, all of your actions. Some of your actions are not going to give you the result you want. 100%. But you had to try that, right? You had to try it to learn from it. Experiential learning. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you, you couldn't have known there are things that we can, we can guess, but there are things that we don't know about life every day. You know, things happen to us. I'm like, wait a minute. What do I know about life? What are you saying? (laughs) Yeah. I think the more, you know, the more you realize you don't know know anything. That's where I come from. But So we can't, you know, we can't know that every action is going to work. In fact, what we can know is that every action is not going to work. Most of them may not. Those 150 actions that get you to a 50 pound weight loss, you know, there may be 145 of them that don't work. And I just, my, my brain is sitting here going, yep, but we can make a pretty darn good plan on how to get there. We know, and then there's life in the middle. Yeah. We know the actions. We can set a good plan in life and how you show up. And that comes from your thoughts and your feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's ultimately. So, you know, if you visualize, I keep coming back to that visualizing your death. I know it can sound morbid, but I actually kind of like that. Mm. because I know, you know, I know at the end what I want people to say about me. I want them to say that I was kind. And that I cared. Mm-hmm. And if my, if the result I'm going for is to be a kind, compassionate, loving person, mm-hmm. then there are actions I can take starting today to get there. And they may not all work. Mm-hmm. I may think that, that there's something that I can, I may think that giving money to, to this thing is going to make all the difference and make people see that I'm caring when in the end, Nobody even knows I did it. Oh, yeah. But you know, but it, which is interesting because, oh gosh, we, we can't control what people say. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not. But we can create that life for ourselves and how we see ourselves in, the, in this life and in the visualizing yeah, yeah. of, because that creates the thoughts and feelings and the actions to get to that outcome. Right. And so it's really thinking about, this is the result I want. These are the actions, but they have to come from a positive. Always a positive. If you don't learn anything, 
if you just recognize that you are feeling positive or negative, Mm -hmm. know that if you are feeling negative, you are not going to get a positive result. Yeah. And that's not to say you always have to feel positive. Life is 50, 50. We're going to have days when Mm -hmm. we're feeling all the negative and that's okay. It's probably not best to make any long-term decisions on that day. Yeah. Think of it as like being on uh, of having surgery and you yeah. know, you just don't make those decisions for the next 24 hours. When you've got negativity on board, let's not make any life changes. You don't go out and buy cars and sign wheels. <laughs> I love that. I love that because yeah, you think about, you know, there are people who are from a negative place in their life, make some pretty bad decisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. We just, we, we can't let negativity drive our bus. No, we need to experience it. We need to allow for it. Oh, I was going to say, you don't get on Facebook. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't get on Facebook when you've got negativity on board. No. You're going to regret that. <laughs> no, do not get on social media folks, please. please. Don't be making comments. Yeah. You got a gut reaction. <laughs> yeah. So we don't, you know, it's, it's fine to feel the negativity. We don't need to resist it. We need to spend some time in it, but ultimately we're going to make our best decisions when our thoughts are focused on those positive, on the results we want to have. Mm -hmm. And so on days where we're not just understand, you know, we all have limitations. It's something we may not be able to control Mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's a circumstance having, having the knowing that you're feeling negative, like you can take control of that. Like I'm just choosing, I'm feeling very negative and I'm choosing not to Yeah, from a place of self-love and care. Yes. Because I love I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get on (laughs) (laughs) and then live in the river of misery for even longer because I something I shouldn't have prolong this because we're thinking of the outcome, right? The outcome would be who do I want to be at the end in a week, not tomorrow when I, if I show my ass on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, is it, if I say this, is this going to make me look like the kind, compassionate person? Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. somebody's going to find it someday. Cause they're just thoughts too, right? Yeah. You don't have to let everybody doesn't have to know every thought you have. There's that. In fact, there's something said for keeping some close to the bed. <laughs> right? 60,000 thoughts. You're going to have some thoughts all day long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of your results can be choosing wisely, Mm -hmm. which one of those is going to get out. I love that as a result. Yeah. Result choosing thoughts wisely. All right. Anything else you want to say on outcome-based thinking and keeping it focused on the end result? I'm feeling pretty inspired. I'm going to create some outcome-based thinking this morning. What I want to accomplish for the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From a place of, of love and compassion mm-hmm. for, for me mm-hmm. already. That's, that shows the abundance in that if you have love and compassion for yourself, that is going to show to other people. It's going to spread to other people as well. Oh, I love that. It's so true. Yeah. All right. If you are looking for coaching on your outcome-based thinking, on your results, <laughs> on your circumstances, any of the above, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm more than happy to talk with you about ways that you can grow and change your life. And I am, you can find me 
through the NoBS weight loss program. If you Google Corinne Crabtree, PMP411.com, NoBS woman, you just start typing. It's going to pull up. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, you can't escape it. No. It's everywhere. I think we've hit all the points on, on, on getting there. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to share this podcast, if there's somebody that you think could benefit from getting out of the focus on their circumstances, getting out of being a control freak and focusing on how to move toward outcome-based thinking, then hit that little share button. You've got one there on whatever podcast platform you're using, just share it with them. That in addition to a a good five-star review will help (laughs) move us up. I love that so much. I love how you do that so I'm always just like sitting here and let it's time to just, it, you do such an amazing job with that. I just have to tell you, because well, I'm know, like, if you're already sharing it, how much easier is it to just click that little five star? You're right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be back next week until then have an amazing week. Bye y'all. <laughs>